Hey, welcome to the Everything SEO Podcast. I'm Michaela, a stay-at-home mom of three who just happens to be in love with everything related to SEO, blogging, marketing, coffee, and we're shedding light into the many mystifying corners of search engine optimization and what that means for us service providers, small business owners, and bloggers. We're going to ditch the do-it-all narrative surrounding SEO and really sit down and craft strategies that are sustainable, but still get us those first page results. Now let's get cozy, grab your fave sweater and a cup of tea, and let's talk everything SEO. All right, as a blog copywriter, I get this question a lot, like a lot, a lot. Mostly it's like, when should I start a blog? But it's pretty much in the same sphere. But if you're debating on a blog, these are some really good points to keep in mind before you get started, especially if you're doing a blog to increase your visibility and really create a support system for SEO, because that's essentially what a blog is. Looking at it from an SEO standpoint is a way to kind of build on your main keyword so that you can bring that traffic back. It's also, you know, reaching out towards related keywords, etc. Anyway, so there's so much excitement in starting a new project or expanding your marketing, improving your visibility, but blogging for SEO before tackling these four things can be a huge pain in your butt. You won't get the results, you won't get the conversions, and you definitely won't land on page one as often as you'd like to, no matter how many SEO best practices you use. So before you get overly excited and before you start blogging, you should definitely do these four things. All right, so number one is have an optimized website. You need a strong foundation for your blog to make the biggest impact possible. Yes, you can continue without it, but I highly recommend just doing a self-audit, running your website through a free tool or a paid tool, just doing that for the one month. Say, hey, I'm going to invest in Moz for a month. That way I can run my website through an audit and then doing the necessary fixes to make your website SEO optimized. This doesn't mean you have to dive in, although it would be very helpful dive into every page and do a deep dive. Maybe do your main core pages. So your main page, your home, your services, your contact, just those main ones to make sure that your foundation is good and strong before you even publish a blog post. Now you can go ahead and have them in drafts, but I would say before you even publish. So number two is going to be having clearly defined methods of monetization. You're going to want to be really comfortable in your offers if you're a service provider, because if you start now and you're not comfortable or you're not sure how you want to monetize, you might end up creating blog posts that have nothing to do with it, what you with what you do. You're going to be like, well, how does this connect with my audience? So there are different ways you could use a blog to connect. I've seen... People kind of relate, you know, a blog is bearing your soul to your audience. And while that is true, we also need to keep it related to what we're doing. So being comfortable in your offers allows you to do this. So, you, I mean, I mean, you shouldn't write with money in mind. I don't say write with money in your mind. But you should have a general idea of why you're writing this and how it's related to your offers. Because as a service provider, or even as a blogger, like you have to have a goal in mind for, for it to work out. Otherwise, your people are coming to your blog to, to do nothing. They don't know what to do next. Now, next is going to be track your leads and traffic sources. So while I 
track performance metrics for my clients. It's kind of up to you to track your leads. And the whole reason to do this before you start a blog is so you know where everyone's coming from. So if you start a blog and you're like, all right, so I'm starting this blog so that I can track new clients, so that I can reach out and connect with them, that I can rank on Google and start bringing them in from there, not just from, say, Instagram or YouTube or Pinterest or wherever else you're showing up. How are you going to know where they're from? So if you're doing digital products, this could involve back-end tracking. If you're doing services, this could just mean you have a section on your inquiry form that says, hey, found you found you from a blog post, found you from your website, found you from Google, found you from Instagram, which is, this is just a good business practice to begin with because that way you can tell where you should be spending your time, what's having the best ROI or payoff. But I very much recommend it before you start a blog because blogging can be so time-consuming that if you're not getting the payoff for your hard work, it can be very disheartening. And I mean, it might not be for you. You might have a better chance of spending all that time on Instagram to connect with your audience. Now, the final one is really knowing who you're speaking to and clearly identifying your audience. I'm not saying that you have to niche down, although that does help with SEO because Google can, like, place your website where it needs to be and place your content in front of who you're talking to rather than just like whoever because that boils down into search intent but we'll talk about that on another day but if you don't know who you're speaking to google's not gonna know i promise you they will not know so if you're trying to speak to moms make sure that you're targeting moms and this could be as simple as using casual language over formal language or specifically saying, hey, mama, in your in your blog post. Or if you're writing for like other business coaches or you're writing for families because you're a photographer. Like these things have to be very clear. And this doesn't mean that you need to have a bachelor's degree in English or anything like that. But how would your audience want to be spoken to? Like, what makes them comfortable? What makes them cozy? What makes them, like, feel connected to you? That's what you want to have down. And, I mean, if you're struggling with any of these things, like, I've got some amazing recommendations for you to work with. And then we can talk about blogging. Or then you can look into blogging. And you don't have to work with anybody. You can just, just ignore that part, too. All right. So, and if you're struggling with those four things, it's really time to like self audit and look at your business and say, is a blog the best decision because I don't know these things or should I focus on something else? It could be you might want to take a look at copywriting. A copywriter can do amazing things or even taking a copywriting course to make sure that you have everything aligned. Maybe you need to go back and look at your branding. Do you have your audience defined? Do you know your offers? Do you know how you want to be viewed by your audience? Like, Big thing for my brand is being cozy and comfortable. That's a lot different than SEOs who are ready to be seen as this huge educational place. And they need a little bit more of a formal tone. And I want to be known as educational as well, but I can't do formal. I I just can't do it. But anyway, so that, like that's what you need to keep in mind. So there might be some steps that you need to take back and take a look at before going to blogging. And that's not saying that you shouldn't start a blog eventually. But if you're a business owner or you're doing this because you need to make money in the long run or this is another way to make money and connect, which I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to front. As business owners, a lot of our marketing efforts are. 
even though they do have the undertone or overtone of connecting with our audience, like we, it boils down to we're trying to get in front of people who we want to work with or people who could benefit from stuff and maybe recommend us to somebody, somebody in our network. Does that make sense? Keep those things in mind before you just jump headfirst. It might definitely end up biting you in the butt. As always, I hope you're able to learn at least one new thing today and how you can apply it to your own business or blog. Thanks for listening to this episode of Everything SEO. Don't forget to hit follow so you don't miss the next episode. It's a goodie. And check the show notes for everything we talked about today. And come connect with me on Instagram at commamama.co if you have any questions or thoughts you want to share. Talk soon.